This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Five minutes after five o'clock as we get rolling on day number one of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Hope I'll see you in Tent City today. I'm broadcasting with my friends from Vermeer as well as Sun Badger Solar. Tomorrow I'll catch up with Focus on Energy. So those are just a couple of the spots you can swing on by if you're looking for the farm babe. Boy, if you're looking for a beautiful weather forecast, I've got it for you. It looks like today we are going to see daytime highs again that hover right around the low 80s. Sunshine everywhere. It's going to be a beautiful day. Like I said, not much better than 80 degrees for the opening day. Tomorrow, a little warmer, 83. By Thursday, 84 degrees. But boy, I'll tell you, I don't think anybody's going to complain after the weather we experienced last week. Talking about it with Stumacher Ag Meteorologist in about 15 minutes. Bryce Norris joining us live via Skype to give us an update on the markets. And after 5.30, we're also focused in on some of the other folks you might want to tap into during Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, like Ability. Farming is tough on a body and farmers are the last folks that really want to ask for help. Uh, We'll talk with Amy Cooper from Easter Seals. She's a rural rehabilitation specialist working with AgriAbility on how she tries to get farmers the information they need so they can keep farming. That's up after 530. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local Wisconsin-based insurance company that also protects thousands of other Wisconsin businesses? There's a local rural mutual insurance agent office near you, and premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Rural mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Today's the day. The gates will open here in a very matter of just a few hours at Farm Technology Days 2019 in Jefferson County. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. The second time it's actually been held. It was Farm Progress Days back in the 1980s when the Walters Farm hosted that event. But a lot of activities are going to happen starting today, Pam, at Farm Technology Days. It's kind of like the Smithsonian. You almost can't do it all in one day. <laughs> That's right. You're true. Bob Bosel, fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Get my running shoes on. I'll be heading out the door here in just a little bit so I can be at uh, the Walter Grain Operation just outside of Johnson Creek for opening ceremonies. That'll happen at 9 a.m. this morning. Uh, Jefferson County making a lot of effort to try to attract folks that are connected to agriculture, but may be working off the farm. Think about all the folks that are in ag lending. Think about the folks that are in implements. Uh, they may have uh, a feed business, whatever. They've got to work those jobs, and it makes it very difficult for them to join up with others at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. But tomorrow afternoon, uh, Jefferson County is going to have their Farm Technology Days block party from 3 until 7 p.m., an opportunity for those folks to join up with the Tent City staff. Reva McClone joins us this morning with another area that's designed to try to draw attention to folks that only have a thin connection with production agriculture. It's the Rural Events Center. Reba, tell us more. Farm Technology Days has always been about the opportunity to learn something new, learning about new equipment, learning about new techniques. And these are what we have come to expect from Farm Technology Days. But what about the opportunity to learn about different organizations and opportunities within Jefferson County as a whole? Well, that's where the Rural Events Center comes in. And I learned more about that from Tim Finger, who's a member of the Executive Committee for Farm Technology Days. The Rural Events Center is a a tent that 
that's set up, sponsored by Rural Mutual Insurance, and we're going to have uh, arts and crafts in there, also educational booths, so you can purchase handmade goods from the arts and crafts. The uh, educational booths will have a wide variety of different presenters, um, you know, showing and showcasing different things within the county and also the state. Um, and then we're also going to have some demonstrations um, and speakers on stage uh, entertainment. Um, we're going to have Mad Dog and Merle, the grilling team, and also a chef from Jones Sausage out of Fort Atkinson um, showcasing their products. And then we have some other um, educational uh, events or speakers, um, just a, a big variety for everybody. And it's not all just farm-related either. It's going to be something for everybody. Um, we're going to have uh, Cloggers, a dance group out of Madison, so that's a little different. We're going to have some entertainment uh, performers, singers. Um, we have a polka band coming in. So there's a pretty good mix within our tent, uh, offering a little bit of everything for everybody. So this Come on out and enjoy the day, and or three days. Um, we also have the extended hours on Wednesday, um, which will showcase Jefferson County's the uh, taste of Jefferson County, showcasing the different breweries within the county, and also the winery distilleries within the county. So that's a added event, and that's going to be from five until seven on Wednesday. So, what might some of the educational booths in the rural event center be? Um, the educational booths we have uh, citizens for climate control. We have the all. Timers Association, we got the Drummond Area Land Trust, we have uh, Faith Lutheran Church and School, we have Friends of Horicon Marsh, we have the Jefferson County Health Department, Emergency Management, uh, Tourism Council, the Vet Center, uh, we have a group for uh, stopping human trafficking within the county or in the, also the state, we have Progressive Ag Safety. Days, uh, Rock, Rock R- River Quilters, that's a little hard for me to say, uh, Rock River Rescue Foundation, Tomorrow's Hope. We have the Humane Societies of Jefferson County. We have the Wisconsin Egg and Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmers and the Wisconsin Poison Center. It sounds like there's a lot of things in there. And like you said, not all of it is farm. Why is it important to get some of those non-farm groups in there? We want to be able to pull people's interest, uh, whether it's farm-related or other identities within the county, just to let them know that what's available within the county. Um, and, you know, yes, Jefferson County is a large ag county, and we are dependent on the ag, but there's also other venues within the county that aren't ag-related, and we wanted to offer something for everybody. And I heard there might be an area for parents with kids to kind of catch a breather. We do have a child area. That's actually the youth tent, um, and that's going to have a different uh, events for the kids to participate in, whether it's uh, coloring or just identification of different farm animals and just related activities for ag to give them a little more perspective of what farms and the value of farms within the county and what they offer people and, you know, where your milk comes from, where your grain comes from, you know, how is bread and how does that relate to the farm community and so on and so forth. Just to try to get hands-on and more educational information for the kids and parents of let's say city-type people um, that don't get a chance to intermingle with farm-related activities or just to find out, you know, hands-on where the food that they eat comes from. So there's also going to be entertainment opportunities in this tent as well. Can you explain to me why it was important to bring these in? Um, Entertainment we thought was important because we wanted something to 
kind of pull for different avenues, different age groups and so on and so forth, whether you are a polka, you know, like polka music or country music or just hearing about the different uh, aspects of different organizations, what they have to offer um, throughout the county, just to make sure people know that what's available. And, and it's a good place where you can ask and learn different. You know, the people are going to be there. So, I mean, they're going to be up on stage. You can ask them questions. They have question and answer. And if you have different points or just different views that you're not quite sure on, you know, to talk to the people that we have there. And this year, you guys, like you had said earlier, are doing extended hours. Why Why was it important to add that extra time on, especially on like in the middle of it? For the extended hours, what we're trying to do is not everybody, you know, a lot of people work 8 to 5, and they're never able to attend the, the show because of the hours that we had. So what we wanted to do is try to pull out the everyday Joe that has to, you know, the 8 to 5 type job and give him the opportunity or her the opportunity to come out to the show and just to, to see what the show is all about. And in the past, they've never been able to because they haven't been able to leave their place of employment or they didn't want to take a vacation day or a sick day or whatever to come and see it. So now what we're doing is extending the show. It's going to go until 7 on Wednesday of that week and uh, it's just you know what we're trying to do is get people that don't normally come to the show an opportunity to come to the show and this way they don't have a reason not to come because they have the hours and the availability to come after work and there's also the opportunity for people to bring a memento home. I know they've got the heritage tractor that they do every year, but that's a select number. But you're also going to be having vendors in the rural life. Right. We will have arts and craft people. All the arts and craft people that will be there, are, there's, their uh, crafts are handmade. It's not mass produced, so they're all individually done. We're going to have uh, alpaca uh, products, uh, handed alpaca products. Um, there's going to be carpets, hand-wove carpeting, um, wood, a lot of woodcraft, uh, individually named, uh, made handcrafts, metal art, again, individually made metal art. Um, we're also going to have a character person there that you can have your character done of yourself. There'll be, like I said, quilters there, uh, scrapbooking, uh, handmade scrapbooks. Uh, Simple Life Country Store. Um, it's pretty much like an Amish type outlet store. They're going to have all their products available there f- to purchase. So it's just uh, a lot of handmade goods and, uh, well, even food products. And so it sounds like this year is really focusing on making Farm Technology Days something that everyone can enjoy. Yep, I think it's going to be, it opens up the uh, whole opportunity, not just for farm people or farm families but also the you know families that live in town and just want to have the farm experience and just come out and just enjoy everything i mean there's going to be a little bit for everybody to be there i mean it's not just farm related again it's you know we have outside vendors that you know sell things to just everyday folks it's not just farms That was Tim Finger, a member of the Executive Committee for Farm Technology Days. So if you want to learn more about all that Jefferson County has to offer, be sure to head over to the Rural Event Center while at Farm Technology Days. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Reba McClone. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Two people meet. One of them is attracted to the other. What does this person do? They look at the ring finger of the left hand. That's what they do. Men do it. 
Women do it. Kessler's has over 1,500 beautiful ways to say, I'm in a committed relationship without ever having to say it. Ladies' diamond wedding bands start at $290. And men's gold bands start at just $398. We even have hundreds of styles of stackable rings to mix and match. And even if you didn't get your engagement ring from Kessler's, we have the perfect wedding band in our showcase. Or we can custom make you one. Because Kessler's is a manufacturing jeweler. When you place that gold ring on her finger and hear a voice say, By the power vested in me by the state of Wisconsin, I now pronounce Gold makes it a marriage. Welcome to Kessler's. Over 1,500 wedding bands are waiting for you right now at Kessler's, the home of America's strongest jewelry warranty. Find the Kessler's nearest you at Kessler'sDiamonds.com. In baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. We once again join our partners Stand Up to Cancer in reaffirming a commitment to the fight against cancer. Since 2008, Major League Baseball, its fans, players, and coaches have delivered a powerful, determined message that we, together, will defeat cancer. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. Jordana Brewster. Zachary Levi. I'm Uzo Aduba. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. Visit standuptocancer.org slash MLB. Stand up with us. Filling your daily quota of cows and sows, it's the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Ah, yeah, here we are. First day of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, and I'm excited to be out there. I'll see you this morning broadcasting with my friends from Vermeer in booth 990 out uh, in Tent City. And then this afternoon, I'll be in Agribusiness Tent B as in blue with uh, my friends from Sun Badger Solar. Interested to learn more about that company. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. Boy, I'll tell you what, buddy, this is beautiful weather for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. They're going to have full wagons going out to the field demos with this. Oh, I believe they will. It should be just an awesome day and an awesome run, I think, today, tomorrow, and Thursday, Pam. We're looking at temperatures, oh, maybe a degree or two cooler than normal, but right in the neighborhood with it a good deal of sunshine, really very fine weather in store. Great weather if you're staying home to get things done on the farm as well. We are going to see some good growth out in those fields, and we'll dry up some of that rainfall we had to deal with in the weekend. Now, let's look at that cool front. It dropped way on through over from the northeast coast, New England, if you will, back towards southern Texas, curling back up in the Rockies, and you look at a national radar picture, and that's where there's rain. From the New England states down into the east, all the way to the south, back up through the Rockies, Idaho, western Montana, very scattered light rain. That means we're in a pretty good shape. High pressure should keep us dry and fine, but there will be a little instability. Keep in mind, we've cooled that atmosphere off a big deal after it was quite hot last week. And that instability is that moist air is still there cooling and warming with the daytime sun. The slight possibility for a late afternoon or an evening shower does exist. I don't expect it's going to be a real big deal if it blows up. 
but there may be a bit of a shower late today or this evening. That slight chance again a bit later Wednesday. I don't expect we're in for major storms, nothing severe, but there could be just a little shower to deal with. You know, it could feel kind of nice for a short time. And otherwise, I expect temperatures to do their best to head back to normal or just a little above on through Wednesday, Thursday, and toward the end of the week. Nothing drastic. We're not talking 90s and high heat indexes, but we'll be heading back up into the 80s, especially western Wisconsin, getting that heat to turn up a bit more right on toward the end of the month. Not right on toward the end of the week, I should say. The end of the month, that's close enough. Let's not push that. But I do expect that we stay dry and pretty decent overall right on into the weekend as well. Maybe early next week when a bit more of an organized rain chance tries to pop on in. I just expect this is going to be a pretty enjoyable and comfortable spell as we head through the rest of the week. I'll check those forecast details in a moment. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise. Who's there even when times are hardest whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial, equal credit opportunity lender. 523. Now, all right, Stu, tell us a little bit more on how we'll enjoy our Tuesday. Well, it's going to be a beautiful day. Sunny skies, a little bit cooler than normal, just slightly. I think a very fine one. That slight chance of a late afternoon shower or a thunderstorm. Wouldn't be all that worried by it. It's going to be kind of hit and miss. But low 80s ought to be seen everywhere. Northwest winds today at about 5 to 10. Our slight rain chance lasts into the evening until after sundown. We stay clear, though, later tonight. We drop to 58. The northwest wind will be at 5. Tomorrow, another sunny day. A really slight chance of an afternoon shower or storm. Tomorrow's high, more likely heading toward the mid-80s or so. And the winds will be northwest, about 5. By Thursday, sunny skies back in the low to mid-80s. And winds out of the southwest get a little stronger, 5 to 15. I'd still expect those low 80s come Friday, Pam, with sunshine. I don't know that we've seen that kind of a forecast for farm technology days without that any kind of a big problem happening yeah. weather-wise because of it. Agreed. I absolutely agree. So let's hope we can take advantage of it. It sure doesn't hurt the feelings of the folks with Rock County and Columbia County fairs going on, too. Oh, no, no. They all feel pretty good about this one. Yeah, for sure. All right, buddy. We'll talk about it again tomorrow. See ya. Okay, see ya. Stu Mux, our ag meteorologist with those weather details. Yeah, this is nice. Uh, in La Crosse, you're waking up to a clear sky and a comfortable 63 degrees. Mauston clear in 64. Fond du Lac, actually a little cool, partly cloudy in 61. Oshkosh, cloudy in 63. At the airport in Madison, we're looking at clear skies. Currently 63 degrees and Tent City. 
Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. They're waking up with clear skies currently at 63 degrees as well. That's where you're going to find me again. I'm with Vermeer this morning, booth 990, and then early this afternoon with Sun Badger Solar in Agribusiness 10. B as in blue. Come and say hello and follow Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. It's 525. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. As summertime reaches its peak, so does property crime. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers has a few tips on how to keep you and your family safe this summer. Be aware of what's happening in the neighborhood. Get to know your neighbors and look out for one another. Lock your doors, including the garage door. Unlocked doors are open invitations to intruders. Don't post on social media that you are leaving town and wait to post photos after you return from your trip. Plan your route. Stay within well-traveled routes and walk in groups. There's safety in numbers. If your child or teen will be alone a significant amount of time, have him or her check in with you if they plan to leave the house and when they arrive back home. Monitor internet and social media activity to establish children and teens are visiting appropriate sites and following guidelines. Always lock your doors and roll up your windows when you leave your car. Do not leave valuables in the car. If you must leave prized possessions in your vehicle, keep them out of sight or hidden in the trunk. And remember, if you see something, say something. If you see people or activities that seem suspicious, report your observations to Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or call 911. It's the kind of charge you were never expecting. Ah! Hidden charges. You've got to be kidding me. Airline companies do it all the time. Check baggage, flight rebooking fees, and so on. As other industries took notice, everyone began implementing hidden charges into what otherwise you thought were complimentary services. When you have a plumbing issue, the last thing you need is another surprising charge. With Benjamin Plumbing in the surrounding Madison area, you never pay a trip charge. When others say, Well, we gotta roll a truck and that's gonna cost blah 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 blah. Benjamin Plumbing says, in the surrounding Madison area, no trip charge. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say no trip charge in the surrounding Madison area, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, I'm Diane Lazinski. I have a beautiful gold band with five diamonds in it that my husband got me when we were married 10 years ago. And I was at a Brewers game, jumping up and down, screaming, clapping, go, go, go. some reason, I went to put my hand in my pocket and something caught. I looked down and one of the diamonds is gone. Cannot find this diamond. That's about when I started to panic. Just about then, uh, I hear this, hey, what are you looking for? There's a guy in the next section, and I held up my hand, and I said, I lost my diamond. He says, oh, no. And then he says, if you got it at Kessler's, you're covered. I looked at my husband, and, and we both said, well, we did. And the guy says, they'll replace it. Thank you to Kessler's, who was able to replace the diamond in my beautiful wedding band. I can't say enough about them because I get so many compliments on this ring. And I always tell them, we got it at Kessler's. Visit Kessler'sDiamonds.com to find the location nearest you and to read what customers are saying about Kessler's. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need a new bathroom. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years and 80 Minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. 
We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. Bath Planet acrylic tubs and showers are the only bath systems that have the good housekeeping seal of approval. What that means is no more scrubbing grout lines, unsightly stains, leaky faucets, or using harsh chemicals. No more hiding your outdated and maybe embarrassing bathroom. So call today, 608-222-1243, or stop into our showroom and see the Bath Planet experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. Are you tired of having smokers' lines even though you may not smoke? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Lip lines, often called smokers' lines, are frustrating and stubborn signs of getting older. They're often created from years of muscle movements around the mouth along with fat and volume loss. Non-surgical treatments such as Botox can relax the muscles that cause pursing wrinkles. Dermal fillers like Restylane or Juvederm can fill in fine wrinkles and restore a downturn mouth. All of these treatments are available at Rejuvenation Clinic and can be done simply and naturally with very little downtime. Don't be afraid to get your smile back. To learn more, visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie for natural, long-lasting confidence and beauty. Let your natural beauty shine through. Find us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Bittersweet weekend uh, for the Brewers. I mean, the good is you win three or four on the road from a playoff caliber team. The bad is obviously you lose your ace for who knows how long. Uh, what's your takeaway? Is the, is the storyline of the weekend winning three or four or losing Brandon Woodruff for potentially, you know, who knows how many starts? It's got to be losing Woodruff. I mean, the all-star on the starting staff, he's their ace, 11-3 and three, uh, this season. He's been so good for them. Uh, 3.75 ERA. I mean, baseball can be cruel. Sometimes, guys, it really can. They had a great weekend. The bullpen finally came together. The offense was clicking. Uh, they got some good outings from their starters. Uh, I mean, really great week. They, they they win two series, take two or three from Atlanta, then they come and take three or four on the road uh, from the Diamondbacks. But losing Woodruff, and, and for how long, too? Because obliques, especially for a pitcher, uh, that could be an injury that could be lingering. I mean, that could, that could be four or six weeks. You know, so hopefully uh, it's not too long. Hopefully he comes back as soon as possible uh, because without him, I mean, you got Zach Davies who's been terrific, but um, they just win. They just win when Woodruff is on the mound. So uh, it's going to be tough moving forward without him. Cody, what what are they going to do with the rotation now? Is they going to go down to four? Is someone going to get called up? Is you know Peralta going to come back to be a starter? What do you think is going to happen? I wonder if they go back to Adrian Hauser, and, which I don't know if I would like that because he's so good in that bullpen role, and he really wasn't very effective as a starter. Uh, Peralta has been finally hitting his stride. Uh, he pitched a good game last night as well. So uh, he, he's pitched back-to-back days now out of the pen and has looked good. Um, but uh, what options do they really have? You know, right. he, when Gio was out, they went to Hauser, and so I wonder if they go back to Hauser again. Uh, visiting with our guy Cody Grant, the option Cody would be, you know, do you, do you make a move now between the trade deadline next week? I just, you know, tweeted this out that you know you think about the length of baseball is such a grind, but if you sh- really can shrink it down to the next, you know, seven to ten days, you play the Cubs six times, you sprinkle in the Reds, 
and the Woodruff news, I mean, I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but if you know, if they lose four or six against the Cubs or, you know, they go two and seven the next nine or three and six, and you get the report that Woodruff's gonna miss a month, um, you're kind of already on the fringe of the playoffs right now. I mean, would there be a potential then in the next week or two where the Brewers just say, Hey, we gotta shut it down. It's not it's not worth going all in right now with where we're sitting. Yeah, I wonder. I think a lot of it would have to do with the Woodruff injury as well, because I mean Woodruff is their ace. Like that, that's their guy that they depend on. That's your game one starter in the playoffs. Uh, he's gonna if it goes through game seven, he's the guy that's gonna pitch game one, game four, and game seven. That's how good he's been this season. Uh, right now, they're two games behind the Cubs. The Cubs lost last night, so you look at this week as well as an opportunity to pick up some games on Chicago. Uh, the Reds, the Brewers have historically been pretty good against. Uh, so hopefully you can go and take care of business at home against Cincinnati. And then once the Cubs come up this weekend, uh, you, you got to look to take two or three against them. So uh, this is a very important week for the Brewers to see if they can pick up some games. But it's also a week that they could lose a lot of games uh, back on the Cubs. But uh, they're still right there, Joe. I said all along, if, if you're in the mix, you've got to be buyers. And we'll see what they can do at the deadline. They do still have some pieces. Uh, I was talking with Ebo yesterday, though. Uh, that farm system is pretty depleted. They have just one guy now in the MLB prospects top 100 list uh, because Keston here has officially graduated from that prospect list. So just one more guy left in the top 100. Cody, but, go ahead. I was going to say, Cody, yesterday when you were talking on your show from uh, um, 10 to noon to the point with Cody Grant, we were kind of bagging on Tyler, or Saladino a little bit. And you texted me right as I saw it happen, too. The dude hit a grand slam last night. Maybe he got his trade value up. Maybe we can ship him off, huh? <laughs> yeah, he had 49 <laughs> at-bats. All singles. Were his, his hits were all singles, batting like 102. Who would have expected Tyler Saladino to be pretty much the savior of that game yesterday? Uh, Cody, the other big uh, Milwaukee news of the weekend uh, with the Bucks and uh, the signing of Kyle Korver, and I said this uh, earlier, I mean, it, it, it certainly helps a team that it, it was at sometimes devoid of shooters. You know, you get Wesley Matthews and Kyle Korver. So I think that the Bucks roster got better yesterday. But to me, the bigger deal to me is not what it signifies on the court, it's what it signifies around the league that Kyle Korver is one of the great, you know, mercenary players of the last five years, you know, with LeBron and Cleveland. And a lot of people thought he would either go to one of the L.A.s, the Clippers, or the Lakers. This is a guy that every year becomes that, oh, the veteran sharpshooter you want on a playoff team or a championship team. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 535 now on a Tuesday morning. That means Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com is about 15 minutes away. Yesterday, the markets were down. Overnight, the markets are back up. We've got the latest crop progress report to discuss and also the weather from last week. Did it take a toll on our yields? Talking all about that with Bryce. That's up in about 15 minutes. I'm Pam Yankee. Now from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. On this date, back in 1962, the first live transatlantic television signal was relayed. And the first television show that the world got to see was a show that featured Walter Cronkite. He was kind of the Brett Favre of broadcasters back in the day. 1962, first live transatlantic television signal broadcast. And happy birthday to Harry Potter. Today is the birthday of Daniel Radcliffe, which is uh, probably better known by most 
as Harry Potter. He was born on this date back in 1989. Just a baby. And now you know. I want you to know today is day number one of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. That's happening at the Walter Green Farm just outside of Johnson Creek. The show opens 9 a.m. this morning with all the pomp and circumstance of opening ceremonies. Remember, show hours today, 9 until 4. Tomorrow, they've got that extended block party opportunity. So the show is 9 until 7 tomorrow and Thursday, 9 until 4. You can find out more about directions and all the rest at wifarmtechnologydays.com. I want to remind you, if you're going to try to catch up with the farm babe today, I am going to be broadcasting this morning with my friends from Vermeer talking about their forage bailing system. They're in booth 990 in Tent City, and then this afternoon with Sun Badger Solar, brand new client I'm getting a chance to work with, and they are going to be in Tent Blue. So if you're looking for me today, Vermeer this morning, and uh, just before lunchtime, Sun Badger Solar in Tent Blue. Tomorrow I'll be broadcasting with Focus on Energy back in Tent Blue yet again. Follow us on Facebook, you'll see all the details there. Remember, on Facebook, on Twitter, always look for Fabulous Farm Babe. Well, like I said, there's a lot to offer within Tent City for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, and that includes free resources to try to help farmers keep farming. You know, the just the pure physical needs of agriculture are demanding on a body. So if you suffer some kind of setback, an illness, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, or heaven forbid, some kind of debilitating accident that maybe takes a limb or something from you, trying to continue farming can be a real challenge. Amy Cooper is the Rural Rehabilitation Specialist with uh, the Agri-Ability Program and Easter Seals in Wisconsin. She's going to be in Tent City working with farmers that are looking for a little extra assistance to keep farming. She says sometimes just connecting farmers with other farmers that are facing some of the same challenges really can make a difference. When we talk to farmers, we also give them other farmers that have agreed to mentor and they can reach out. I mean, there's a farmer that I've worked with in the past that he ended up taking advantage of that, calling another farmer who was in a similar situation, um, had a similar amputation, and, you know, asked kind of how the program worked, then was more comfortable to move on. And it's those type of networking opportunities that our organization also brings to these farmers with um, so many similarities. Amy Cooper is Wisconsin's Rural Rehabilitation Specialist within Easter Seals that works to provide help to farmers with some disabilities or chronic conditions that still want to continue to farm. Now, they've got a neighbor-to-neighbor networking opportunity on Wednesday, August 7th. It's hosted by Ray, Colleen, and Matt Scott at their farm in Darlington. They want anybody that wants to find out more about AgriAbility or Easter Seals Farm Program to join them. Starts at 1030 in the morning, just off County Highway F, as in Fred in Darlington. You can find more online, EasterSealsWisconsin.com, or better yet, stop on by and visit with Amy Cooper in Tent City at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. I bet many of you don't even know that Wisconsin's got a school of veterinary medicine right there on the UW-Madison campus. Sometimes, if you don't need that resource, you don't realize it's there. 
That's the way it was for Jody. Her dog Piper came down with an emergency gastrointestinal problem, and she needed help right away. And she turned to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. I called them immediately knowing that I could get through to somebody and they pretty much walked me through it. And that alone just put me at ease. So I called back probably 15 minutes later and said, I'm on my way. Fortunately, that emergency after our visit to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine was productive. Today, Jody is a strong advocate for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine and their expansion project. My name is Jody, and I'm the mom to my dog, Piper. I 100% support the building project for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, and I hope you will too. It's a gem for Wisconsin. You can help. Go to AnimalsNeedHeroes2TOO.com for more. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. We'll be talking with Bryce in just a moment. Let's find out what else the market's talking about with Mark Oppold and our bottom line. Driving across Missouri this past weekend, we saw a lot of hay in the fields, good-looking hay. That being said, you can feed less hay if you're a dairy or a beef producer. You can feed less hay, reduce the number of days your cattle are on feed if you're using Lactopro Advance. Folks, it's from MS Biotech, and it's made for beef and dairy cattle. You can learn more at msbiotech.com. Our 430 first support level on December corn failed yesterday at the close, 420 at the next step down. We have said before, though, we see a lot of support should we go below that 420 level. November soybeans continue to confirm our bottom line forecast, and that is that the contract is not going to venture very far away from the $9 level. And Chicago, December wheat closing below $5 yesterday, first time that's happened in about two months. This is the bottom line report. Are you over 65? You may be paying too much for your health care and not even realize it. Many people don't realize they have options. Don't take that first option given to you. Go online to my friends at America and see if they can help you and your family save money with your health care. Americo.com. Livestock futures continue to add value. We're working through some heavy numbers now, and the fourth quarter supplies will decline more than normal into the first quarter of next year. That's our bottom line report this morning. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a profitable day. Thanks, Mark. The latest crop progress report is out. In Wisconsin, 10% of our corn has actually silked out. That's 12 days behind last year, 8 days behind the 5-year average. 60% of our corn rated good to excellent as of Sunday. No change from last week. 
As far as soybeans, 29% of that crop is blooming. That's 13 days behind last year, 11 days behind the five-year average. 1% of the soybeans were actually setting pods. 62% of the soybeans called good to excellent. That's down two percentage points in confidence compared to last week. 88% of the oats are headed out, and it looks like 97% of the winter wheat is headed out. As you can imagine, the hot, sticky weather was kind of tough on our haymaking process. Second cut of alfalfa is about 62% complete. That's 11 days behind last year, nine days later than our five-year average. 49% of the hay called good to excellent. That's a two-percentage point increase compared to last week. Now, markets in overnight electronic trade rebounding after a soft day yesterday. Talking about that with Bryce in just a moment. December corns up two and three quarter cents, four twenty nine and a half. November beans are up two and three quarter cents, nine oh eight and a half. The September wheat right now three and three quarter cents higher in overnight trade, four ninety one a bushel. As far as our dairy markets were concerned, barrel cheese gained three quarters of a cent yesterday to one seventy one and a quarter. Forty pound block cheese was up a penny and a quarter, one seventy nine and a quarter, while double A butter dropped two and a quarter cents to two thirty seven and a half. August milk overnight is down a nickel, seventeen sixty four a hundred weight. September milk's down a dime, seventeen eighty eight a hundred weight. Our milk uh, production slowed down in June. Wisconsin produced 2.57 billion pounds of milk, down less than 1% compared to last year. We did it with 1.27 million head of dairy cattle. Now that's down 1,000 cows from May and down 6,000 cows from last year. Each one of the cows we've got, though, producing about 2,030 pounds of milk, which is the same as her production just a year ago. Today is day number one of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. I know I sound like a broken record, but I want to make sure you know where to find me if you're headed to the big show. Remember, it's in Jefferson County. Walter Grain Farm, just outside of Johnson Creek, is your host. You can find the directions online at wifarmtechnologydays.com. Opening ceremonies, 9 a.m. this morning. I am going to be with my friends from Vermeer, booth 990 out in Tent City until about 11 o'clock today. And then I switch over to Sun Badger Solar. I will be in Tent Blue, Tent B as in blue, with Sun Badger Solar until about 1 o'clock. Tomorrow, with my friends from Focus on Energy, back in Agribusiness Tent Blue or B. So I hope you'll catch up with us. And if you can't join us on the show, at the show, make sure that you're following us on social media. We'll be putting up all kinds of information there. Always look for Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook and on Twitter. Bryce Knorr is next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. We're heading into the season of weddings, class reunions, and other big events. Is your skin ready? A skincare minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Whether your special day is next year or next week, we can help you feel confident and beautiful in your skin. Treatments such as laser and light therapy can tighten skin and remove age spots. With years of sun damage, it can take a series of treatments to get the best results. Other procedures such as Botox and dermal fillers can soften wrinkles and relax frown lines. If your event is fast approaching, don't lose hope. Medical grade skin products and peels can give your skin a little boost. Visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie. 
for natural, long-lasting confidence and beauty. Let your natural beauty shine through. RejuvenationClinicOfSockPrairie.com Silver and gold shining forever. Diamonds and other exotic gemstones, some mined right here in the United States. Great prices, a helpful staff. Where can you find all of this? I'm telling you, Goodman's Jewelers. They've been in business for 85 years because they know how to treat their customers right. They've been a part of a lot of love stories in those 85 years, from engagement rings to wedding bands to necklaces, brooches. They even have officially licensed NCAA Bucky Badge. UW Jewelry. And if you've got a graduate who's maybe heading to UW, you may want to stop by Goodman's Jewelers to pick up that perfect gift. And they've got a gift for every occasion and someone to guide you along the way. Back in the day when I used to hear Jewelry Store, I thought there's nothing in there that I can afford. Stop in and talk to John and his staff and find out just how wrong we are. They've got some beautiful pieces at all price points. Their website, Goodman'sJewelers.com. Their location, 220 State Street. Same spot for those 85 years. Work in the back 40 like it's only a 20. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. 549 now on a Tuesday morning, day number one of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. I'll see you there. One of the things we may be talking about out at Farm Tech Day is what's going on with this crop. Joining us live via Skype, our friend Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. You know, I think everybody kind of keeping an eye on it, Bryce, because of the pounding heat that a lot of the Midwest picked up last week and some severe weather. What did you notice about this week's crop progress report? Well, corn suffered a little bit more than the soybeans in the heat, but even corn held up fairly well. We saw the nationwide rating pull back the equivalent of about a bushel per acre. But when I looked at the state-to-state results, really pretty steady. We saw uh, some of the states on the northern tier, uh, Wisconsin among them, but South Dakota, Minnesota, Michigan, those states uh, faded, but uh, the heart of the Corn Belt uh, posted gains, uh, uh, ratings in Iowa, uh, up uh, pretty good, over two bushels per acre on my model. So the, both the corn and beans holding up, uh, the uh, corn yield equivalent is around 169 bushels per acre. That's below normal, uh, but uh, uh, perhaps not as bad as uh, farmers are thinking. I got some yield results uh, from our feedback on the field uh, survey yesterday. Uh, The growers there are are talking 150 uh, bushel yields. The crop ratings would indicate uh, better than that. Uh, For soybeans, uh, the national rating I'm getting uh, right now translates to about 50 bushels per acre, so right around average. Of course, uh, most of those soybeans are still pretty small. Uh, only 35% of the corn crop was uh, pollinating last week, so that uh, perhaps uh, spared it from some damage. Most of the crop will be pollinating under uh, what you have to say are pretty much ideal conditions, uh, pretty mild temperatures. Yeah, but we do have really all kinds of stages of development out there. Uh, Like you said, uh, when this all began, that's a story that's going to play out only once we get to the combine. Right. Uh, We won't know how big this crop is probably till the November USDA report and maybe not until uh, January. Uh, And uh, particularly if uh, we start getting 
some uh, colder uh, weather that uh, hampers growth and causes you know, early frost, that sort of thing. That's down the road for now. Really, probably the biggest story uh, over the next few weeks is going to be acres. And that's what uh, will determine uh, the size of this crop, uh, just how many corn acres didn't get planted and how many acres of soybeans uh, farmers decided to put in. We'll find that out, uh, looks like, August 12th. And that that will be a, a real, I think, a turning point for the market uh, because it's going to, uh, I think, convince the trade that, uh, you know, we really need uh, all the bushels we can get because uh, uh, you could be talking a corn crop, uh, maybe 13 billion bushels uh, or even less. They're going out next week and resurveying, aren't they, Bryce? Right. And those results, they're going to be talking to the farmers who indicated they were still trying to plant crops when they did their last survey in June. Mm -hmm. So they're talking to those folks and then they'll do their regular crop production survey and come up with a yield estimate based on what farmers are telling them. They'll also be factoring in weather and then the what the satellites are telling us on the vegetation health index. Out of curiosity, we, we have those uh, tours that go out. Anybody talking about delaying their tours of the crop because of this erratic development, or are we going to stay on schedule? Uh, haven't heard, heard anything on that, uh, okay. that front. Uh, I've started uh, my survey, uh, and we'll be putting out results uh, August 5th, one week before the USDA report. And, uh, you know, farmers, uh, even though it's early, uh, uh, farmers are plenty willing to share what they think the, their yield potential is. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, what what is the potential that you see, Bryce? Everybody's starting to buzz again that we might get trade talks on. What are you thinking? Well, you know, we've been hearing this for a while. Uh, <laughs> supposedly over the weekend, uh, uh, the Chinese uh, companies were uh, talking about buying some U.S. farm goods. That may just be a bit of a negotiating ploy uh, to get uh, the U.S. negotiators back to the table over in China. Uh, to get this talk started. Uh, we haven't seen any sign uh, of that buying yet. And in fact, uh, some of the bases slipped yesterday in the export market. All right. Well, we'll wait and see. Maybe something will happen by Thursday. That's when we'll visit with you again. We appreciate it, Bryce. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Remember, he'll be updating his commodity comments as news develops later this morning by about 7.30 a.m. And like he said, a lot of folks still digesting just exactly what that uh, crop progress report had to say. Well, what I have to say is I hope you'll join me at Wisconsin Farm Technology Day as this weather looks absolutely outstanding. Walter Grain Farm, very easy to get to just off of the interstate uh, by Johnson Creek. Follow the signs and you'll get there just fine. I'll see you this morning with Vermeer, booth 990, and then a little bit later this morning and into the afternoon with uh, Sun Badger Solar in Agribusiness 10.